everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Jenny, this is an episode that you have been wanting to do for quite some time, mostly because you have a lot of stories about objects, about parents keeping objects, about stuff that your grandparents have kept, you know, in in, in search for, for keeping memories alive. And as our conversations have sort of continued about this, we've sort of realized that there's something kind of cultural about the stuff that you found your parents keeping. And mm-hmm. I've always found it really fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> This is a topic that I've touched upon multiple times in my videos, and every time I bring it up, whether it's in a meme or a photo or, again, in a sketch, people go wild because so many – it's a mix. It's either people relate to it, and they're like, oh, my God, same. My mom kept this, this, and that from, you know, when I was a kid. Soup's weird. And then there was – the other half were people that were absolutely grossed out and appalled by some of the shit my mom would keep. Because like, okay, I know parents keep stuff around. Like, I personally come from a family. We moved every two years. My mom loves throwing away things. My mom has literally thrown away shoes I still use. My mom has thrown away like little letters I make for her because she's like, ay Dios, esto, esto, esto va a ser muy fastidio moverlo cuando nos mudemos. So my mom is someone, like my home was always a place of like minimalism. Like also, I was about my, to say, she's a minimalist. She's a minimalist and there's, and and this is actually, I, I dug deeper with my mom a little bit on this. My mom doesn't even like going through old photos because she doesn't like the feeling of nostalgia. So in my, and I don't either. Mm. So in my house, we, my mom likes to remove stuff that make her nostalgic. But having said that, one time I was going through her jewelry box and found my teeth. So. Well, wow. So, okay. So we just matched. If this was like <laughs> Tinder, but like for people who want to share, have shared experiences in a Latino household. This is this is like a bingo. This is the Venn diagram part of we our just relationship. Matched. We just matched. Now, I'm going to one up you, though, because I definitely don't think that your mother turned your baby teeth into jewelry. That's going to be a absolutely not. And made you and made you wear them in school. No, you did. It. You wore your own teeth. Yes. You wore your own fucking in what way in a pendant? What do you in- wear? How do you? <laughs> what? It, what? It, it was the teeth used in like a little in like a sculpture of a face, and the teeth are teeth in the sculpture that you had around your neck, or was it like the teeth were like pearls? Pearls, actually. My mom made dangly earrings out of my two front teeth. Absolutely not hanging, <laughs> and she added another tiny tooth of mine to like this charm bracelet that I had. So it was for you, not for her? Like, she would make you wear your dead teeth? Yes. But why? Oh, my God. But apparently it's a thing. I don't know. Like, now, I do recall being the only person in my class, which, by the way, was full of other Cubans like me. But I was the only kid, I recall, who had baby teeth earrings. And I remember the popular girls in school would look at me and be like, ew. You totally <laughs> ate a kid's cuisine with those teeth, and now they're hanging off of your ears. Oh, I feel like this is your origin story for why you like spooky <laughs> shit. You literally, <laughs> like, you had teeth on you like a like a 
vampire, like a baby vampire, you know? And, it's I mean, a little macabre. <laughs> it brought good memories because it, rem- not good memories, actually. My, It's like wearing my front teeth reminded me of how they even came out to begin with. They didn't come out on their own. I had to go to the dentist. She had to jab. This is one of those like old school vieja Cuban dentists that I don't even know how she got her license. Now that I think about it, I'm like, oh, my God, why did my parents take me to her? And she was just not a good dentist. And she had to jab like needles in my gums just to get these um, teeth out. And I remember she had a cast on her leg. She hurt her leg somehow. I don't know fucking how. And my nine year old self kicked her in the leg from how painful it was. She was trying to pull the fucking front teeth. So then now I'm wearing them as a prize. Well, I feel like your mom was probably like, we spent so much goddamn money on those teeth. Let's just like, let's just, (laughs) let's just make jewelry out of it. What else are we going to do? Throw it away. But I find it so interesting because there's something cultural about keeping items from people's bodies. Like in the 19th century, women, like me and you, Jenny, me and your little friends, we're we're like, oh my God, love you, Jenny. I'm leaving to New York. You know what I would give you? Like, you know what women would give each other as like this is a token of how much I love you, is a piece of my hair. I would be like, Jenny, here's a little piece of hair tied up in a little trenza, and you can look at it anytime you miss me. And my and my nanny, the nanny I had when I grew up, she had my hair in a little bag. She kept my hair, my little baby hair. Yeah, hair is a big one. Hair is a big one. My mom still has my braid. No. What do you mean your braid? Listen, we're going to we're going to learn a lot about my mom when I was 8. Okay. The the deal was that I had to wait until my first communion to then cut my hair because she wanted me to have the the long flowy hair for my first communion photos. And so she braided my hair. We went to the hairdresser. She cut the braid. It's still in a box somewhere with a bow. This feels like the beginning of a, like, La Llorona equivalent story. Like, a mother would keep pieces of her child to build a child from scratch. And then that child would go seeking other children to take their teeth. Oh, my God. It's like a scary tooth fairy. Well, yeah. I mean, that is a common thing, though. The whole, like, especially in romantic situations back then, like, oh, a lock of hair. Mm-hmm. Right. A lock of hair. Well, human beings get attached to objects, Yes. Especially when those objects are attached to a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like we always see in movies, the soldier looking at the photo of his love, uh, waiting for him on Ellis Island or whatever the fuck, or I don't know. They're probably not waiting in Ellis Island. I don't know why I said that. I was, I panicked. I panicked. I was like, where do boats arrive? Are you in that thinking time? of Titanic? Like <laughs> when Rose shows up without Jack because he's in the middle of the sea somewhere. Oh, Oh my god, don't don't make me emotional with that song. It fucks me up. But like human beings are always sort of tend to be a, attached to certain objects. We find it it's I think it's actually a term called synesthesia. And like what? synesthesia is something I I you know, I'm it not a doctor. It sounds like sinister. Oh my god. I mean, bitch, have you heard what your mom has done? Sounds pretty sinister. <laughs> <laughs> but synesthesia is like someone linking things to like emotion or personifying an object as something more than an object which I always felt really connected to I had a little bunny 
that I thought was a sheep when I was five because I was stupid. I thought this clear, it's clearly a bunny. It's Jenny. It was like a stuffed bunny. And I was like, it's a lamb. My mom was like, didn't have the heart to tell me anything otherwise. But my grand, my, my maternal grandfather would play with this little lamb thing with me. And I became hyper attached as a child. Like my attachment to this thing was I would not let it go for one moment. I was attached. And it was, especially when my grandfather would leave after visiting, I would not let go of this thing. And that was my first like sort of foray into being attached to an object emotionally. Mm-hmm. I think now as an adult, I, I tend to have and I think it's because of how much I moved I'd move every two or three years and we'd have to my mom would throw away shit all my mom throw away my Pokemon cards okay like my mom is someone that's just like mistake bye bye limpia se close chau adios kind of the opposite of the stereotype of a Latina mom who's like ay este suéter te lo pusiste a los tres añitos y vomitaste ew okay but (laughs) your mom your mom is definitely one of a kind for that yeah, no, she's very funny. Um, she's she's come. Sometimes I go into my house and I'm like, where, where's, where are my shirts? And she's like, I say I'm feo te lo jote. I'm like, <gasps> what? And she's like, it had stains on them. And I'm like, mom, oh you can't God. come in. My husband literally every time my mom's gonna come over, he's like, do not let her touch my shit. If you, <laughs> if she throws one thing away, <laughs> I am flipping uh, a butt. Okay, flipping a butt. I feel like you keep stuff. Like, I feel like you're the type of person that keeps emotional objects around. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. But I've actually been studying minimalism because I'm like, Jenny, you can't keep all these keys. Oh, my God. This is something I've done recently. Mm-hmm. I have gone on Etsy and have repurchased items that used to belong in my grandparents' house from the 70s like 70s vintage items uh-huh. they weren't actually my in my grandparents house but it's the same exact item it's like the like yadros and stuff we're not yadros like i basically have them most of it in my prop closet because i'm like okay i'll just use this for my set design stuff but this is exactly what my grandma had in her house the same exact thing so i'll be scrolling through etsy looking through vintage like antiques and tchotchkes and i'll come across something that was that my grandparents had and I'm like, I need to, I need to have this. I need to have this mm-hmm. for nostalgia's sake. And I'm, but I don't have it displayed in my own home. It's just something I use now on my sets. Right. Um, so that is how much I love nostalgia. But I also am aware of how cluttery it can get. And I don't want to be that person. But I will say, like, look, I don't have kids. I don't plan to have kids. But my dog Delilah, I recently. <laughs> Oh, did you do? Sit. Did you make earrings for Delilah no. based off her teeth that are rotting off? No. <laughs> <laughs> I saved some of her pelitos. And what do you where where what do you do with the hair? I with just the dog have hair? it. I just have it. I just Oh my saved. god. You are your mom, bro. I have, I have a cloth. As I pet her right now, I have a cluster of her pelitos. Oh my to, god. To to remember her by but it's like, yeah, it's like my brain works so weird with that stuff because, for instance, and this is like sad, but here we go. When my grandparents both died, they died five days apart and their house still had the Christmas lights up. And this was, they passed away 
right about now, actually. We're about to hit the anniversary. My grandma died May 31st. My grandfather died June 5th. And I remember having to take the Christmas lights down. And uh, I wanted to keep, there's like this little abolito, like this little like Christmas tree shaped light fixture. And I took it with me to Los Angeles, but then I was super sad when the lights didn't work. Like I plugged it in, it didn't work. So I'm like, well, crap, I can't just keep this around. So I took a couple of the little light bulbs out mm-hmm. and I still have them. Oh my God, really? Mm-hmm. So you you keep stuff as mementos, as like sort of like artifacts from a particular moment in time, like something that encapsulates time in something more than just in your head. It's It's, you can touch it. This thing I can touch yeah. is a th- is represents a moment in time or a person or oh I do that with everything but it's basically a memory yeah and like as we grow up I and I find this happening to me it's harder and harder for me to access memory access things that like I've enjoyed or I've loved in the past and I and as human beings we always try to find connective tissue between who we are now and what happened to us in the past and like objects are are a huge way and and smells and but i think for for like your mom the object was just so also i'm sure isn't just about you being a kid but like her being a young mom because we transpose our own experience to the object like i still have my grandpa's little bunny that isn't a bunny it's a it's a lamb and it reminds me of the time but it reminds me of me in that time it's almost like my brain goes like 33 year old joanna oh you know you were six years old and you were afraid of the dark like my brain make like almost time (laughs) travels you know yeah yeah it's time traveling for your brain time traveling for your brain although it is said that smell is the sense that is most linked to memory yeah so like when I go into some houses that remind me of like how my grandma's house smelled or remind me or when I go to to Cali, Colombia and mm-hmm. at nighttime it smells like Caracas, my without me trying, my brain goes it's almost like I time traveled to the to the last time I smelled it pretty remarkably. And it I don't know about you, I am someone who gets sad in nostalgia i don't enjoy nostalgia it's one of the reasons why i barely open my high school yearbook uh unless i'm like with a bunch of people that i went to high school with um Mm. these objects that take me back in time make me realize that that time is done and that Mm -hmm. makes me sad but i think what a lot of the reason a lot of people do what what you do and, and what your mom does and is because it keeps that memory alive doesn't it doesn't have it like necessarily be part of a a past it helps you relive it wherever you are yeah i mean a really interesting observation is that the people who end up keeping these like mementos and these items give these items a lot more meaning than say the owner of the item right like the original owner like my grandparents would not have cared about those christmas lights they would have thrown them out like i didn't give a shit about my baby teeth (laughs) like Mm -hmm. For me, I just cared about the tooth fairy dropping some sweet cash under my pillow. I was like, bye teeth. Like, fuck you. Thanks for helping me eat food um, for a couple years. I don't know. But to my mom, those teeth, my braid, and I'm going to go there now. Get ready. 
my umbilical cord stump. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Ab, don't do not tell me she had her umbilical cord stump. <laughs> she does. Oh my god. I mean, I don't even know what to say other than that's like that's like human taffy. Why would she? That's not even cute to look at. It's not even like a oh, hair and teeth. It's like oh my god. <laughs> The umbilical cord stump just looks like something you need to throw away immediately. <laughs> well, it's somewhere in her house, oh in God. a little in a little jewelry box from J.C. Penney or something. I don't oh fucking que Dios know. Te bendiga, mija. But yeah, they hold on to these things and they add value to it. That to uh, you know, it's like one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah kind of thing, you know. And like it's it's kind of like me and my husband. He doesn't keep shit. I'm the one that collects all our cards, every note he's left me, a a piece of cardboard where he wrote a cute note, dry flower petals. Stop. I have all of that. I have all of that re- regarding me and my husband's now 15-year relationship. Oh, my God. So you can only imagine how many... I've kept clothing that I would never wear today, but I wore it around the time that I met him. And, I mean, for him, it just doesn't matter but that's also like how you're raised, I think, because his mom didn't really keep a lot of stuff either. Like it's she just has like a photo album and that's it. Like his mom didn't mm-hmm. keep a bunch of stuff, whereas my mom was like, as you can obviously see, the exact opposite and would keep absolutely everything. So I think I took that from her because even again, like when my grandparents passed, the one item that I do remember taking with me and framing it were these three light switch plates that had been there from the 60s. And they were very funky. There was like a, I don't know how to explain it, but there were lemons and like, like it was like this whole lemon theme, um, lemon lime theme design, very 60s. Mm-hmm. And I took, that was like the first thing I remember. I'm like, I need to take these plates. And then I took a piece of one of my abuela's batas de casas, used it as the background of the framing and then glued the three switch plates mm-hmm. on the frame. And it's like in a box frame. I took a piece of tile from their house because they had a very specific type of tiling. I took a tile from the house. Me and my sister each have a piece of that tile. So we use it in our kitchen decor. Right now I'm staring and I have two of my grandma's necklaces hanging from a frame. I wear some of her jewelry for my actual abuela character. Oh my God. You really yeah. do. Keep, I I'm trying to think of the oldest thing I have in my apartment, and it's just a candle I haven't been able to like murder. I just it's been like five years. I've been lighting this candle, and it just doesn't die. And I've just been moving it around. Everything else is kind of new. I don't really schlep things. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though, because and this is not me calling you a hoarder, Jenny. Oh I'm no, just you making, can. I'm just I'm just make making a transition, but. <laughs> It kind of goes with what you're saying, but hoarders, yeah, they're not yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not collecting diamonds and, you know, expensive artwork. They're not collecting stuff that is will be super valuable if you sell it on eBay. They're collecting items that are that tend to be worthless in the view of someone else. But what a lot of psychologists explain is that these objects are pieces of that person. So throwing away that object is like throwing away a piece of, of that person. Yeah. So so hoarders might have an unhealthy relationship with, with objects to the point of objects, sort of too many objects, too many things uh, they feel are a part of them. 
But what you're describing is like a normal version of that, which is objects are, a, these objects are a part of you. They're a part of your history. They're a part of the people that you've loved and you like having those objects around. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, I mean, I personally try not to go overboard with it, believe it or not. I'm like, okay, like this is, this looks nice here. And like, you know, I don't have everything on display, you know, and that's something that I've been working towards. Like one of my next big projects is going to be properly organizing. I have a giant box in my garage and it's just full of mementos. So I need to figure out how to best organize that <laughs> mm -hmm. and be realistic about it because I'm going to be real. I never looked through that box. Mm -hmm. I do like the stuff that I have on display currently, like my grandma's necklace that I can see and the tile. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. So I've never been a parent, obviously, but you are basically your dogs, your Delilah's mom. And it doesn't <laughs> surprise me that you keep her little hair and her little stuff around because the people that are most likely to keep pieces of or items of other people are parents. And it's because parents have this very emotional attachment to every step of their child's development. And since, quote, kids grow so fast, a lot of moms and dads are like sort of trying desperately to hold on to every single moment. So parents like your mom and honestly, like my mom, my mom throws away everything. But my mom, my mom has one box that has like a few of my things of my childhood that she will never throw away. It's the one fucking box that she is unwilling to throw away and it is stuff from my childhood and there's something like there's like as you said mothers keeping their umbilical cords hair nail clippings like it, this obsession with keeping the memory of something that changes so quickly intact so you are like you're a dog mom you know you're you yeah. keeping delilah's hair is is you being a dog mom a lot of a lot of parents do the same thing oh yeah and now that I think about it, it's similar, I guess, to the baby teeth thing. But there's things you can do with your dog's ashes when they pass that you can turn them into jewelry. There's like a lot of stuff that I've actually looked into. So <laughs> there we go. Full circle. Jenny with her little milk teeth earrings and then full circle. Jenny with dog ashes earrings a few years later. Yeah. Like I'm just like and I, I would never throw away her stuff. I know that the day that she passes, I'm going to make like a little box with all her little things, I just can't. And my mom was the same way with her dog that passed away some years ago. She has his collar and, you know, like little things like that. I mean, she didn't keep every single thing, but I think like important things like that, you know. So yeah, I'm very, very much like my mom. Like, would I keep my kid's umbilical cord stump? Probably not, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like you would. I think you, you would no, say you wouldn't and no, you would keep no, it no, in a little no. glass box. That's disgusting. That's too gross. Um, some people keep their appendixes, okay? Absolutely not. I'm like, no, you throw that shit away. Why are we this way? I don't know. And wisdom teeth, people keep those. You know, I don't... I'm like, I'm not going to keep any vestigial organ in my fucking house. I'm also not a serial killer or a mad scientist in a lab <laughs> with like jars of things. At least you're not eating it. Some people eat it. Well, yeah. I'm sure Gwyneth Paltrow is one of them. Oh my God, Gwyneth Paltrow has made, has made, a, has made a soap out of like her child's foreskin. Yeah, her vagina goo. Ew, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Well, her company is called Goop. So. Goop? I'm sorry. Yeah. 
her fascination with like vaginal fate i don't know what she does to her vagina she does she's steaming she steams her vagina <laughs> she does which a lot of stuff to it which you're not supposed to do but yeah her vagina then, so, has a netflix show her vagina has a netflix show so her vagina is doing better than us <laughs> it's hard not to think of like vaginal fluids when i hear her company goop but anyway love this for us it's like gack but for adult women yeah love it mm. love it but mm. you know think about how like beyond body weird stuff and objects that you know are kind of gross when I got married, like a big part of it was swapping rings, was my husband putting a ring on me and me putting a ring on him. And that's an object. It's an object that represents something. And this happens in uh, with a bunch of animals. Like this isn't just human beings, but the the use of an object to represent something greater is something so inherent about like relationships and communication. Like, you know, a monkey bringing whatever twig to, I'm making this up, I'm not a fucking biologist, to her lover. Uh, oh, there's like fishes that give pebbles to each other. <laughs> there it, 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 are, they're like little fishes that are like, me, 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 here's a pebble. And the, the girlfish is like, all right, let's fuck. Like, you know, so <laughs> objects, objects do hold and carry abstract meaning. Perhaps the object itself doesn't really mean much, but what we add to it, it creates meaning. And I think that's how value functions with everything. NFTs, you know, what the hell is an NFT? It's an abstract concept. It's an abstract gorilla on my screen. People are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. The island of Manhattan was bought for seven glass beads because those people looked at the glass beads and said, this is, this is beautiful. This is something we haven't seen before. So it, it's not that weird that we add and create and, and place so much value on items that seem to be so absolutely worthless because of our emotions and our attachment to it. Yeah. 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 Literally, though. Like, literally. Yeah, literally. Like, literally, bro. Like, <laughs> literally. I want to I wanna try to imitate <laughs> Jenny. I cannot right Almost. now. You have already. No, bro. Like, bro. it's crazy because... In Los Angeles, uh, it's not like Miami because, like, there's a lot of things to do. And, uh, bro, it's just crazy, man. Like, it's... That's my imitation. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're very curious. We want to know from you, our listeners. That's This is me imitating Joanna now. Is that me? <laughs> Are you are you fucking serious? No, I, I talk like a Long Island no. grandmother that sells uh, pyramid scheme creams out of her truck. That's what you sound like. No, I'm kidding. I'm really bad at imitating anybody, which is why I'll never be on SNL. But anyway, that'll be my audition, actually. I'll be like, I'm here to imitate my friend, Joanna Houseman. They're like, what? It's like, literally have no idea who she is. She's the only uh, person. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so we would love to hear from you guys, our audience, our listeners. What is the weirdest thing that you have kept for nostalgia's sake, for memory's sake? Or what is the weirdest thing that your mom or your dad or grandma or whatever kept from your childhood? Tell us either in on our Instagram posts or tell us uh, via email at hyphenated at pitaya.fm. Hyphenated at pitaya.fm. Well, I'm going to go clip my dog's toenails and um, you're going to make a bracelet, make me yeah, make macaroni art out of it. Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know what? I respect you for it. I'm mm. going to go throw up. 
Hey mom, if you're listening, I'm gonna give you Joanna's number so you can send her a photo of my umbilical cord stump. Or don't, you know, <laughs> or don't. <laughs>